Greetings, Cap fans, and welcome to a very special episode of the Captain America Comic Book Fans Podcast. This is episode 162, and I am your host, Rick Verbanis. And as always, I am joined by the best gosh darn co-host out there. That is one Mr. Bob Lucius. Oh, Bob. From New York, the newlywed capital of the world, here comes the newlyweds. Now, let's meet today's couples. <laughs> I'm so glad this is the newlywed game, Rick, and not the dating game. Because, yes. Yes, I've, I've heard some interesting um, interesting stories come out of the dating game. Yes. Usually they involve the word whoopee. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, so, Bob, why did I greet you with uh, the introduction to the newlywed game? Well, uh, because we have a couple special guests on tonight's show, Rick, and I have to say, I, I think I think these are the most exciting guests we've had since uh, Alan Grants and Brent Schoonover. You're right. They are. They're also the only guests we've had since then, but okay. they don't need to know that. <laughs> All right. Uh, no, Bob, I, I'm very excited for tonight, too. Uh, we do have very two very special guests uh, because we uh, several weeks ago, we put it out there about whether or not we should have uh, our lovely brides on the show. And we put it up to a vote in the Facebook group. And the, the question in the in the poll was, should Rick and Bob's wives join the show to answer questions about the boys? The voting was yes. Any chance to roast the fellas? That one got 72%. Uh, then, nah, stick to cap topics got 21%. And then 7% answered, what show are you talking about? That's my favorite one right there. <laughs> so uh, anyway, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll, we're going to have a lot of fun talking, talking with the lives. Uh, so before we do, uh, Bob, do you want to introduce uh, the listeners to, to your wife? I would love to uh, introduce listeners to my wife, my beautiful bride, Casey, who uh, we got married in, gosh, years and years ago. Uh, what year was that, hon? 2004. Still together after all these years. Thanks for having me. I'm excited <laughs> to be on the show. I wasn't forced into this at all. <laughs> this is audio, so if someone says blink, if you're in trouble, nobody will see it. <laughs> so, Rick, tell us a little bit about your bride this evening. Well, I'm glad you asked, Bob. Uh, I am welcoming, uh, this is Megan Brokell, uh, who is my lovely bride. Hi. <laughs> you, you can't put me on the spot like that. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. I just had 21% that said stick to cap topics. <laughs> Did she vote in that? Was I she one of the... <laughs> uh, but here we are. Uh, yeah, we we uh, we are very fortunate. Now, Meg um, really is a, a little shy when it comes to, to public speaking. In fact, uh, Meg, uh, you want you want to tell everybody what what happened for our, our wedding vows? I declined to write personal wedding vows because I did not want to have to speak at my own wedding. And yet here I am doing this because I love Rick. So oh my welcome. gosh. Uh, Bob thought you just didn't want to do the vows because you didn't want to marry me. <laughs> Thanks for clarifying. 
All right. So we're going to get right into it because um, I know we have a lot of questions actually that were sent in by our listeners. So we'll get to this in a little bit, but, but uh, Casey, uh, maybe yes. you can tell us uh, how you and Bob met. Uh, we met in graduate school. We were both in the military at the time and we were both going to the Naval postgraduate school. We were in a Chinese foreign policy class and I saw him from across the room and I thought, that is the guy for me. And I asked another girl for his phone number. She had his phone number because the two of them had gone out. And I called him and asked him out for ice cream. And he said, yes, and that was it. All right. So let me get this straight. You, <laughs> you, you're going out with your friend's date that she went out with him, but it didn't work out. And she, she was like, but you still, you still need to talk to this guy or like, how did that work out? Yeah. Well, actually, um, yeah, she wasn't really my friend. She, I, she was just happened to be sitting next to me. And I said, do you know who that guy is? And I thought she said, yes, his name is mob. And my initial reaction was, well, that's a weird name. And he probably comes from a bad family. So I'm not, gonna, <laughs> I'm not gonna pursue that. And then after I thought about it, you know, for a couple of days, I was like, maybe she said Bob and not mob. And so I went back and I clarified with her that it was Bob. And I said, I would like to call him. And she wrote down his number on a piece of paper, gave it to me. And I called and asked him out. And then it wasn't until after that, that she let me know that, that really she had liked him and that she had gone on a date with him and she had really fallen for him. He's, he, he's a catch. And, um, but anyway, it was like, sorry for you, sister. I got him now. I have a new nickname for free now. It's, it's now mob. Mob. Yes. <laughs> it says, Don't be surprised, Rick. I, I elicit very odd reactions in people. So very much reactions, <laughs> uh, both, both opposing and attracting at the same time, you know, revulsion and, you know, attraction uh, go on simultaneously. So you, you, uh, at what point I so see you, what year was that when you met? That was 2001. And then when did you get married? 2004. And then- And actually, and then, Bob and... did give me a ring. And inside the ring, it was engraved, I love you, mob. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, when did Bobby come along? He was born in uh, five years later, 2009. So- uh... Yeah, he turns, he turns 14 next month which is crazy. Yeah. It, yeah. Time flies. It it, the, the thing about kids, you know, I never really knew how fast time flew until I had kids. Um, Cause before, you know, when you're just a couple, you're measuring things like um, birthdays and vacations and trips and, you know, anniversaries and, you know, that's like how you measure time. And then when you have a little kid, it's like, they they smiled at me they grabbed my finger they rolled over they're crawling they're sitting up all these little measurements and then you just realize how quickly time goes next thing you know they're at burger king by themselves <laughs> on, a, on a thursday night at uh 8 30. yeah 
<laughs> Megan, tell us a little bit about, um, I, I'm really curious how you, how you, how you, first of all, how you met Rick, but then how you landed such a gem. Well, Rick and I met the, the new old fashioned way, which was online dating. I think it was pre-apps, but definitely online really? dating. Yep, we did. Uh, I was a, I was a swipe left. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I had only recently joined this site, and I didn't really understand how the, oh. the how the the process worked. And it was like thumbs up or thumbs down on certain pictures, and I was just going through. I thought they were just using it as metrics to decide who I might like. <laughs> I didn't know that if I gave somebody a thumbs up, that that person got notified. Oh my. So, so in flipping through pictures, I came across a picture of Rick and I was like, oh, yeah, he looks like somebody I could maybe enjoy having a conversation with. So thumbs up. And later that day, I, I got a message from him and I was like, oh, I didn't know that's how that worked. Um, <laughs> so we talked we talked a few times on the phone and then decided to to get together and meet for a drink. Now, Rick was my first first date back in the dating pool after my divorce so okay. this was my first time that I was really putting myself back out there and I was a little yeah. nervous and I did tell him that and he was he was very sweet and about halfway through the date he leans in and he says to me is this is this really your first your first date and I was like yeah it is he goes oh you're doing really well Aww. Aww. <laughs> I love that that's great. That's that's so Rick. All right, so Bob, you, you get you get people wanting to reach out to you because uh, you know, like he's the one for me. I get a um, he's somebody I could have a conversation with. <laughs> sure, I didn't know. I didn't even see your profile. I then went back afterwards and read your profile. And then did you take a, you, would, you didn't by chance take a screenshot of that profile, did you? I didn't. I oh. still remember the picture, though. I do still remember yeah. the photo. I had it was hair, a, Bob. I had did hair. You? And All he was right. sitting on a beach. Oh. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. And right. Since and I much... love, love the beach, as yeah. it was important that it was somebody that would want to be by the ocean with me. So I was right. intrigued. Now, where did you what go? Year? What year was that? It was actually, it was almost 10 years ago to the day. Um, it was actually, it is, is it this week or next week? Because our 10 year anniversary of our first date. Yeah. Yep. So we're coming up on 10 years. Yep. Wow. So where did you, where did you go for your first date? Do you remember we, where you went? I do. We went to a, a restaurant and bar in, in a town where he lived, which was next to where I worked. Um, called Verve in Somerville and we met for a drink and then about halfway through I, I I guess I passed the test because he then asked if I wanted to stay and have a bite to eat Ooh. so apparently that meant that I had passed to the second round and I yeah. was good enough now to have dinner with not just a drink and then run that's a good sign yeah. So, you know, little tip out there for our single, single guys out there. So never <laughs> hold say on, hold on. dinner there the be first some, time. There should be some announcement dating tips by Rick. This is a new <laughs> feature to the show. <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it would be like a, wait, you know what? I'm going to put in some music. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <You know? laughs> dating yeah. tips by Rick. Yeah. So there you go. 
you you don't you don't ask somebody on a first date to go have dinner because what if what if you don't hit it off right yeah then you're stuck yeah. there it's awkward you know you're, you're chewing too funny much time. Yeah. yeah you know yeah, you and so you, you say you want to go for a drink and that way you know it doesn't have to be that long and then yeah. you could always do what i did and be like hey you want to get something neat so clearly rick had had a lot of dates prior to mine that he had honed this technique <laughs> I, I did i did yeah He's i'm very still selective i'm i'm still surprised yeah. that i'm she she got divorced went a few years without dating she goes on a date and then marries me yeah <laughs> well, I was like you're... oh is this what dating is like in the mid early 20s i i'm just gonna settle for this one no that's not <laughs> He's, he really just early on swept me right off my feet uh, casey right. and i have talked a lot you know if 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 I died or, you know, if she died, if we would, if we would date again and, uh, and I'm of the, I'm of the hundred percent that I would never date again. After you die. Yeah. After I die, I'm done with <laughs> it. I'm done. If they have that service, wherever I'm going, uh, yeah, I'm just not getting involved in that scene. So it's just way too much work. Uh, so, yeah. All right. You know, let's get to the stuff. The, uh, the, the listeners are interested in. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. One of our, our listeners up, uh... Uh, patron of the show, Joshua Van Dyne. He asks, my question is, how did you feel when Rick and Bob first revealed they were Captain America nerds? And then he he finished it with the way he always finishes his question. Thank you, Rick and Bob, for all you do. But he added, and thank you, Rick and Bob's wives, for letting them do it. Aww. All right, I now don't know. Yeah, I don't know when when or when or how it was revealed the comic book and Captain America obsession. Um, I mean, because we've been married now almost 20 years, but, he, but I don't know, Bob didn't really start collecting comic books or really start collecting a lot of Captain America things until probably like, I don't know. Well, at least that I knew of, let's say. Um, until the last maybe seven years. Um, and, and I guess it was sparked with having Bobby because once we had Bobby, he decided, oh, I want to have this interest that I pass on to him and I'll collect all these really cool things that then my son will have and his kids will have. And yeah, that hasn't worked out, but, um, and yeah, I was going to I was going to ask yeah. you that. Right. Because because, yeah, he, Bob had mentioned that before that he started collecting in comics again when Bobby was born. Um, and so how has that worked out? 
Uh, has has Bobby shown any interest? Oh no, he has zero interest. He has zero interest in Captain America or comics or you know any of Bob's knickknacks. And um, when you ask him, does he want these things as he gets older? No. In fact, he's already like ready to sell them and just take the cash. Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, he's, he's like, he's. He, I think he's set up an eBay account already. So, uh, <laughs> Probably. Yeah. And I think when we first started dating, I think Casey was very fixated on the fact that I was saving quarters. I, I was saving a lot of quarters to buy her an engagement ring. So I think maybe she was focused on that and, and not on the collectibles. So I hope that was the distraction. Right, right. Yeah. So um, how about you, Megan? Did you know that Cap, uh, Cap was uh, Rick's other lover before I, you I, started dating? Was that immediately number. obvious? <laughs> I didn't specifically know I'd be competing with, uh, with Captain America. He did admit very early on that he used to own a comic book store. So I did have that like, mm. huh moment in the back of my head <laughs> it was there but he was a little bit lucky with timing in that we did meet in 2013 so the like the whole marvel cinematic universe was pretty firmly entrenched at that uh, point right so it was it, it was a little bit more it had a little bit more of a cool factor however the first time i went into rick's bedroom and i saw the whoa 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 we're not getting it <laughs> wait a minute <laughs> what did you see it's a PG show. Come on. <laughs> he had a a full size uh, Captain America replica shield hanging on the wall. He has told that story that he's and had I that did, on the wall. I did have another little moment of doubt when I when I saw the shield on the wall. I, I will yeah. admit it made it, a, it it made it a little more real that this wasn't just like a fun hobby. It was like a thing yeah he brought that shield up in our last interview and i said he probably only put it there because he didn't think any woman would ever see it <laughs> <laughs> no Wait, is it still in your bedroom <laughs> no no I, I, I it's uh it's now over the bed uh <laughs> no i i uh i actually um the reason i put it in the bedroom because i was single at the time and uh you know uh Apparently so, hoping to stay that way. Uh, ladies, <laughs> whoa. Uh, so the ladies were coming over uh, and I figured if it was in the bedroom, by that point, it would be too late. So they they, they had already committed uh, and it wouldn't be a big deal. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Casey, if, uh, if you had known Bob was a uh, Captain America geek when he proposed, uh, would you still have agreed to marry him? Uh, yes, of course. I think, um, you know, one of the things that that I often uh, remind myself and, and say out loud from time to time is, <laughs> um, you know, Bob loves collecting things. And, um, and, you know, now he loves collecting things related to Captain America. Um, but, you know, he, he doesn't really have any other hobbies. He doesn't collect expensive cars or play golf or, you know, I don't know, ex collect expensive guns or anything like that. So I think, um, you know, Captain America is a pretty admirable thing to, um, to be in, to, to really enjoy and, and collect and spend your time. So, so I'm good with that. 
I, I would ask you the same question, Megan, but it appears like you had a heads up. <laughs> I did. I, I, I knew what I was getting into when we, uh, when we got married. I All did. Right. Full disclosure. <laughs> Good. Good for you, Rick. Good. All right. So we have a, we have another question by another listener, Matthew Glover, who asks, what advice would you give to other wives and partners who are with Captain America fans or collectors? Never ask how much it costs. <laughs> uh, I actually very early on, Rick showed me a, a funny comic book strip that he saw that said, uh, was a man standing in front of his comic book collection. And he said, my greatest fear is that when I die, my wife will sell my comic books for what I told her I paid for them. <laughs> we have all seen that exact same comic. <laughs> That's great. That's great. Casey, do you have any advice? Um, I think my advice would be um, just go with it. Just accept it. We all have, um, you know, things that we enjoy collecting, shoes, purses, comic books, whatever it is, um, books, you know, wine. So I say go with it. Enjoy it. I think there's some like listeners right now uh, who are like, I can't wait to get my wife to listen to this episode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. So as our listeners know, when we cover the comics panel by panel, I do all the voices and then Bob does the sound effects. And uh, Casey, back when when we started recording the show in late 2020, Bob, Bob used to get so scared of doing <laughs> sound effects too loud as to not disturb you or, or Bobby. And it kind of became a running joke when when I would ask Bob to repeat them or, or do them louder. Uh, because it was so fun to watch him squirm as he looked at the door over his shoulder as if you were going to come through at any moment. Um, was he really that loud or and was it was it an issue? Um, yes, he really is loud. And yes, there's one thing I love more than Bob and it's sleep. Yeah. So like when I get into bed, I love going to bed. I love having the house quiet and I'm in bed and then I hear like, yuck, 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 you know, or some <laughs> kind of weird, some kind of like weird sound effects. I'm like, what in the world is he doing? And then because of you, now I know he had to keep doing it again and again. And, uh, <laughs> You know, now that Bobby's a teenager, he stays up late, but it used to be, you know, just a few years ago, he used to go to bed, you know, fairly early. I usually go to bed early. Um, so yeah, I always, the next morning razz him about why he's so loud. All right. So, so basically I was going to ask you what do you usually do while Bob's recording, but now we know you're, you're, I you're, sleep, you sleep. All right. <laughs> you megan um what are you doing on on the nights that that rick records these shows and I, do you hear any do you hear anything coming from the basement that uh frightens you i occasionally hear rick doing his different accents oh yes yes <laughs> and i try really hard not to laugh when i when i hear particularly his english woman accent <laughs> i don't know what you're talking about it's it's so bad. Uh, 
I normally on a Tuesday night while you're recording, well, oh, can I say it was a Tuesday night? Yeah, yeah, sure. Okay. Uh, I usually take that time to catch up on any TV show or movie that I know Rick wouldn't watch, which is basically mm. anything that doesn't stream on Disney Plus. <laughs> oh, that makes sense. Um, so I, I just have to ask because Rick is, you know, he's a master of of languages and accents, male, female, ethnicities and from across the world. Has he ever incorporated incorporated any of these into role play? <laughs> I'm going to plead the fifth on that. <laughs> That's when I do the French taunterer. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> Very nice. Uh, all right. So uh, another listener, uh, longtime patron of the show, Grant Ball, he asks, what are your favorite pieces of Rick and Bob's Captain America collections? Um, the cheapest ones. <laughs> <laughs> That's all of them. Right, right, right. <laughs> I think... Uh, if you're speaking about art, my favorite pieces that Rick has are the 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 Paolo Rivera pieces. I just I find the the painting of the art to just be really beautiful. But I think my favorite non-art piece is Rick's Captain America silicone wedding band that I got him to wear to the gym because hands off ladies that guy's mine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes, I understand that 100%. It's true. I'm actually wearing it right now because I, I went to the gym this morning and I, I haven't changed it back to uh, my normal wedding ring. So, um, all right, uh, Casey, why do you think Captain America is Bob's favorite fictional character? I think because, you know, I've never asked him that question. And that's a really good question. I think so when I think of Captain America, and I think about Bob, you know, one of the reasons that he served in the military is, and he, he'll, he'll say this himself, I think that um, he served to defend those who couldn't defend themselves. And I think if you ask Captain America, why he served in the military, he would probably give a very similar answer to defend those who couldn't defend themselves. And, um, so I, I assume that there's a commonality there that Bob feels um, with Captain America. And uh, he, he would be too humble to compare himself to Captain America. But I think there's a commonality. Oh, that's very sweet. Yeah, I, I, I've often said that Bob is like the super soldier Captain America and I'm like the pre-serum Steve Rogers. <laughs> I always tell him he's he's my Captain America, but he doesn't believe it. No, but I do think this is a timely podcast. I, I it'll probably air after Veterans Day, but being that Veterans Day is coming up and talking about Captain America and Bob. So I think that's a great question, Megan. Why do you think Captain America is Rick's favorite superhero? I think probably for similar reasons. I know Rick really has just always stood personally for, you know, honor and integrity. And I know that that really resonates with him, that that's sort of his, his, you know, what would Cap do that his challenge coin that, that there is just this understanding of, of what 
of what it means to be Captain America and the what he espouses in his values really resonates with Rick. Rick doesn't like bullies and he really is an incredibly um, honorable, an honorable man. No. All right. I like that. Yeah. There, Bob. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Absolutely. hundred percent. So that, I got to ask you this because rumor has it. um, I know, I know you and Rick adopted a dog in 2018 and and you guys wanted to change uh, the dog's name from what it had been prior to your adoption. And I heard that one of the names voted on by the family was Cap and that you might've been the one to suggest that. Is that true? Uh, It is true. I did. It is one of the names that I threw into the hat. I've always kind of liked it when a family pet has a name that sort of resonates with the family, either for a fun reason or for a value reason. And, you know, if I was going to try to come up with something that I thought Rick would would like and and would speak well and and give the dog a, a real noble name, I thought Cap Cap was a good name for him. Yeah, and but you went with <laughs> we went with Buddy, <laughs> <laughs> not even Bucky. Not no, not even Bucky. Just straight <laughs> up Buddy. His up buddy. his original name was Billy. We decided to try to keep it as close to the original as possible. Yeah, and I have to say it was probably the best name for him because the, he's just a dog who loves everybody, and he is just he just wants to be your buddy. Oh, that's great. All right. I'm sure most people are familiar with the story of Goldilocks and Three Bears. So Casey, uh, is Bob's collecting habit too much, too little, or just right? Oh, in my opinion, definitely too much. (laughs) (laughs) I I was not expecting that. (laughs) So here's something that probably no one knows about him except me is that Bob buys things in twos and fours. So for example, it's no joke. If he goes to the grocery store and needs to get like Pillsbury biscuits, he will either buy two or four, but he'll never just get one. And and three's right out. Three's out. It's twos and fours. So he comes home with like bags and bags and bags of stuff because he's bought double everything. And um, so I think it's just his tendency to overbuy. And so when it comes to Captain America and on his shelves, so like, um, you know, a normal collector might have a shelf, a bookshelf that has maybe, you know, five items on the bookshelf, right? Now, Bob, there's like, 25 items on his bookshelf because he just has to squeeze in as much as possible. So I, I consider it a lot of clutter, but to him, it's very meaningful, but it's way too much for me. You know, there's a lot of, there's a lot of listeners right now, just shaking their head going, I don't know what she's talking about. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. (laughs) Although uh, I do, Bob and I do tease each other about because, um, Bob, as you know, Casey, uh, likes to keep everything in its box. Oh, right. right, so, right. Yeah. He he talked about these beautiful sneakers that you got for him, like these Captain America sneakers that yes. uh, he refuses to wear and keep in the box in pristine condition. Yes. Yeah. He has all sorts of stuff that like he he wants, you know, he'll add, like I'll say, what do, what do you want for your birthday or for Christmas or whatever? And he'll tell me and I'll get it. And then he doesn't open it. And I'm like, 
what? I don't understand. So we, we've come to we've come to an agreement now. I just asked for cash. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so how about you, Megan? Um, Rick's collecting too much, too little, or just right? I'm I'm going to decline to answer that. <laughs> uh, Rick doesn't comment on how many pairs of shoes I buy. Uh -huh. so I'm not going to comment on how much Captain America art or collectibles he buys. Wait a minute, you, you buy a lot of shoes? Yes. <laughs> I mean, no. Wait, what's the right answer? We'll talk later. <laughs> do, you, do you have, do you have a, is there a second room, uh, a second basement in your house where you keep your shoes? No, I do not have <laughs> an entire downstairs basement room dedicated to my shoes. Yes. I'm very lucky. I have a, I have a level. Level devoted yes. to my collection. Um, all right. So time for another question uh, from our patrons. And this one comes from James Foley, and he called in. So two questions. Both are based on my house and Amy, my wife's rules. So I was given my office and all things comics go in my office however I want. Unless she likes it. Then it's art. And it goes wherever she wants in the house. Anything similar? Question number two, budget-wise. I could spend what I want, per se, and both of us have titles, so weekly books is no problem. But if it's over 200 bucks, I should call first out of respect. Similar rules or just straight budget? What say you? All right, so who wants to take this first? Because I'm scared. <laughs> I'm a little bit nervous, too. <laughs> Well, Rick, as I've said, has complete decorative control over this downstairs basement fan cave. The lair. Won't yeah. Let me call it a man cave. I can't cave. call it a man cave because that feels like I'm not allowed in it. Mm -hmm. So it is a fan cave that he has decorated with all of the comic art and Eagles paraphernalia that is important to him. And, and he can do as he wishes. Um, I did recently, I don't want to say aloud that sounds no, that's a good word no no it wasn't allowed uh i did offer him some unused wall space in a hall upstairs recently which he very quickly did take me up on and, and hang a couple of pieces i will say though that i was not consulted about which pieces would go there mm. so he just ran with that little bit of leash that i gave him and and hung some art funny story about that okay so uh <laughs> this is going to sound horrible. All right. So um, both my kids, you know, are, are older, right? So they're 17 and, and uh, 22 and, and they're only here. Well, my daughter's only here half the time and my son's here even less. Right. So uh, I was like, you know what? I, I'm going to take down this um, portrait, portrait uh, of my two children. <laughs> My two when they're babies, like Selena was maybe like two and Hayden was like seven. And uh I, and I put I put this uh piece of art there instead. And one day my kids were like, Hey. And then I explained <laughs> it to them. Uh and then You're I explained still in to the them, closet. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, um, but I explained to them, I was like, but 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 Megan said I could. <laughs> nice, nicely done. <laughs> That's, I think I got this reference. Is that the Heisman? Was that what the Heisman, isn't that like, you know? What you are you talking that? about? 
did you do the Heisman move? Oh, like, oh, uh, to yes, uh, yeah. And, and um, so for a lot of the the comic geeks out there, that was a football reference. Yes. And uh, I'm really proud of Bob uh, that you. he uh, he actually yeah, like a little juke move. Yeah, right? yeah, 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 right, yeah. yeah. Um, all right, so let's 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 tackle uh, James' first part of the question, right? Um, on the on the space, how about how about you? Casey, do you you have any say in, in where Bob puts his stuff? No, I'm yeah. in charge here. Oh, yes, of course. Of course, of course. He's in charge. <laughs> but really, yes, I have a say. Um, he so so similarly, he has an office and kind of anything goes in his office or everything goes in his office. The things that he likes and collects and buys go in his office and um, and no, none of it can come out of that office. So. No, I I did hear a rumor that he occasionally has some things in the garage that you might be like, hey, what's this? Do we need to throw this out? And then I see a panic go through Bob's eyes. Oh, yes. Yes. Again, he's a collector. So he collects all sorts of things that go in his office and in the garage. And those are yeah, those are really his two spaces. And um but we have we have been we've been talking about hanging up the shield in the bedroom no we haven't no no <laughs> oh well and start and small thing... bob start small put it in the bathroom <laughs> so i'll just be i i just want to be really honest with the listeners um as much as i i, I love my sweet husband he is um not the neatest person in the world he you know can be a bit messy and I tend to like things a little bit more neat and orderly. So that's why I try to contain his stuff to like the garage or the office, because otherwise it'll just be everywhere. And then that's like too messy for me. So I hope I'm not the only wife out there that feels that way uh, or husband. Uh, rebuttal, Bob. Uh, I, I have nothing more to add to that because she is absolutely correct on, on every account. There's occasionally oh, a little, so this was like the newlywed game. Like, like yeah. we would have, like Bob would put up his piece of paper right now yeah. with his scribble oh, yeah. on it and he'd be like, oh, yeah. uh, yeah, I'm messy. Yes. And like, yeah. and like, oh, you got points. Yep. Yep. <laughs> and, and occasionally there is spillage. I, I admit there's some, occasionally there's some over spillage from the office out into the rest of the house proper so but she informs me of those uh those moments and, and and corrective action is taken so megan i gotta ask you budget wise uh what's the what's what james has a james and amy have uh have an agreement everything's fair game if it's over 200 dollars. he's got a call out of respect i really let rick run run the show on that he makes wise investments and i trust him to continue to make those wise <laughs> investments i don't really i i don't try to control what he spends i trust him to do what's right so so we have we we i i'm i'm too honest to a fault so i'll be like hey meg guess what i just got and then i'll tell her and i'll how much you know and then i never ask how much it costs you will you will volunteer that information yeah i don't ask uh but i also tell her when i sell things i'm like hey i bought it for this but i sold it for that and so you know she's seen enough of me 
uh, making good decisions that, you know, if the dollars tend to go up on this next one, I'm going to make, you know, make a good decision to make money on it. So I, I, I've had this conversation with her. So uh, when it comes to like art, art, art can get expensive. And so um, I'm luckily in a position where I finally can afford it um, after, you know, decades. And so, um, you know, I can give, I have, I have money that my, my, my guy invests for me, you know, for retirement right. And, and that's working and that's doing its thing. And then I have this money and that I could give to the guy or I could diversify and I, I can put it in art and then uh, I can actually enjoy my investment as opposed to just, you know, something sitting on a piece of paper somewhere. And then, you know, uh, I don't have all my eggs in one basket. So that's exactly how I'm justifying it. And I'm going to pass it on now. <laughs> well, you know, the funny thing is Casey, uh, likewise, Casey uh, thoroughly trusts my investment judgment. Tell tell everybody how good my cryptocurrency investment went. Oh, right. <laughs> right. That was great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was that was awesome. And, and that business I started with the photo scanning, that was cool. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I did notice one big difference, though, between between uh, the two of you. So, Rick, you mentioned that you, you know, you buy art and then you'll also sell a piece of art and make money. <laughs> so Bob never sells anything. He will tell me he'll say, oh, I really would love to have this comic book from 1946 <laughs> and it's graded a six. And oh, my gosh, this is worth one hundred thousand dollars but today only i can get it for three thousand you know and i always encourage him to get it and i say you know you should just get what you want you work hard and you should enjoy it um and then later he'll tell me oh that comic book i got is now selling for three times the amount and i'm like great sell it but he never does he never does sell anything so i don't get to realize the other side of it yeah. Well, it's, um, it's all going into Bobby's uh, eBay account, some, you know, so. Right. I right. will realize it someday. <laughs> you will. When he goes to put you in, you know, to a convalescent home and he'll need to pay for that. And That's you're welcome because right. he'll be using <laughs> everything that I left him that he sold on eBay. So you'll be good to go. So I will say, though, I'm grateful about one thing. So actually, um, Bob buys a lot but he doesn't have really expensive taste. So he's not buying a lot of expensive things. He's usually buying like less expensive things, at least the things I know about. <laughs> <laughs> my, I, but I will say my tab is adding up because I, I always say, I've got $1,500 saved and I only need another $1,500 for this book. I'm good for it. Yeah, I never see the other $1,500. <laughs> <laughs> he has this like secret bank account. Um, I'm not exactly sure how this happened. Okay, so our finances are <laughs> he, combined. He lived offshores. I mean, what do you expect? Yeah, yeah he, like, he, he has this secret account that money gets stashed into. And I don't know any details behind it, but he says like, oh, I just put a little bit in there, here and there. And, and that way, when I want to buy a comic book, I have the money for it. And I'm like, okay, okay. But when he wants to buy a comic book, he like, he's like, oh, I just don't have enough money for it. And 
So I get the sob story. And yeah, well, it's true. I, what, what happened was when I started my new job, the payroll app allows you to set up a little, like a little savings account, like save for a rainy day thing. So I said, well, this is a good idea because this way I don't have to get my allowance anymore. So, uh, so I started using this, but uh, I always struggle to like get the money out of it. Uh, it's not as easy as it seems. So, um, but I've got a little note in there that when I pass away, it all goes to you. Oh, good. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> oh, for a minute there, I thought you were talking to me. All right. Well, 50%. All right. Well, I, 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 I've been dying to ask you a question about this, uh, Megan. So um, several episodes ago, uh, Rick regaled us with a story of his recent uh, horror experience at a Zach Brown concert where he had a run-in with a pack of, of teenage werewolves. Nope, I, I mean teenage girls. And uh, if listeners want the full story, they can check out episode 159. Um, and it's a long one, but it's worth every second of it. It was a, uh, it was a riveting story. But we're the, I, I got to know, were the pack of teenage girls as uh, terrifying as Rick made them out to seem? Or is he just being like a grumpy old man? No, they, they were terrible. It was, it was a horrible experience. They were incredibly ill-behaved. If I were their, their parents, I would be terribly embarrassed for how they behaved. I'd like to think that they just didn't know, but behavior is, is learned somewhere. Uh, they, they were really, they were obnoxious. They were trying to bait him. And holding their phones, trying to capture the reaction. And it was it was really unacceptable. And so I thought, well, maybe just because he's an older man, they're they're trying to get him to to react a certain way so that they can then have their little story in their clip and their 15 seconds of fame. So I I tried to switch places with him, thinking that if I was standing closer to them, that just the fact that I was a woman, they would stop. Um, and they didn't. They they started coming at me in exactly the same way. They were they were just like this little horde of of teenagers that did not know how to behave appropriately in public. And and it was it was I didn't I'll I'll admit I did not listen to the episode, but I don't know how Rick characterized it. But it was probably just as bad as he said, if not worse. It 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 ruined the show for me. It ruined the show for other people around us. There were other people around us who who did get up and leave even before we did, so. I have to say the the one shocking thing that you said uh, was you called Rick uh, an, an older man, because to me, <laughs> yeah. well, I see him as a, I see him as a spry young stallion. So well, these girls uh, I think our were, listeners do. These girls were like sixteen years old, so I was really oh, saying older okay. in terms of how they were perceiving him, oh, okay. not how I perceive him. But for these, <laughs> these little these little teenagers having what I think was probably their first taste of of freedom probably the first time they were out in this sort of setting by themselves without parental overview yeah they probably looked at rick and and saw well you know the first i told you in in, in the story the first word they said to me was pedophile yeah, well i didn't know if you shared that <laughs> and that was the point at which once i realized that's what they were saying that i was like all right you're gonna come stand on the other side of me and i'm gonna yeah. stand next to them because you know, they're they're not going to come at me with with that kind of behavior. And this one girl just just kept 
she just was like a, a little yappy dogs just like nipping at your heels like just just stop she would not stop and I asked her friends I was like can you just please move her somewhere else within your group um she just needs to not be standing here and and it was it was unacceptable behavior and I really hope that other parents can control their children a little better than that well two things one is I I I I don't know I got a 13 year old I'd love to be able to control them but it hasn't happened yet <laughs> we're trying though and the second thing is maybe you misheard Rick maybe they said bibliophile <laughs> I don't think they know what that word is maybe they, meant they knew you were a collector and they just <laughs> oh bibliophile I I don't I don't even know what that word means <laughs> I know a couple of folks who are going to comment on this show that are going to Tell us all about yes, yes. <laughs> we'll get the uh, we'll get the full full explanation. All right. So uh, I got another question for you, Megan, that I have to know the answer to. Um, so during one of our episodes, Rick admitted that he can be a little territorial and he shared an experience that that you occasionally uh, place your stuff on Rick's um, placemat on, on the dinner table. And, uh, and I have to, I have to know, uh, is, is it an intentional, uh, just sort of eh, tweaking them or is it completely unintentional? Because so, if uh, it was me, it would be completely intentional. Just in full disclosure. At the beginning, it was definitely unintentional. Uh, I don't think I or Rick's kids truly understood the extent to which the placemat <laughs> was claimed. Uh, it, I think that that, was a little bit of a surprise and we kind of thought it was funny and we didn't give it a whole lot of, of credence, but over time I've come to realize that this is really a, a hot button topic for him. <laughs> and now that I recognize that I, I do try to be a little bit more cognizant of it and to place my stuff just, just to the left of the placemat. <laughs> but his space is just right in the middle of a pathway between the hallway to the bedrooms and mm. and the front door into the kitchen. So it's really just the first dumping ground that you come to when you walk in the door with your packages and your keys and your water bottles. So yeah, it's it's hard to just be like, nope, just two inches to the left. Yeah. <laughs> and and that's probably a safe spot. Can't tell you how many times I've heard that. All right. Yeah. Well, for whatever it's worth, you have my permission to keep putting things on his placemat, Megan. So. Thank you. <laughs> All right. So, so question for Casey now. So, you know, your, your Halloween, um, uh, what you do for Halloween has become legendary, right? And getting the, the different things that Bob likes to, he's gotten the, the IV, right? The plasma bags and he's in the, the shooters. And then this past time he had the, uh, the little um, cups, and what about dressing up, right? So if Bob were to dress up as Captain America next Halloween, would that be okay? And then what would you wear? What kind of, would you have a superhero costume for yourself? Um, yeah, he should definitely dress up as Captain America. And I could be, um, I could be Peggy Carter. Nice. Nice. I didn't see that coming at all. Yeah. Hey. And she got promoted to captain, right? Captain Carter. Yeah, she did. Yeah, yeah, in a di yeah different uh, universe. Yeah. Oh, All right. Cool. Maybe you should both. Yeah, you guys should. You guys could be Captain America and Captain Carter. Yes. Yes. I'm in. All yeah, right. Bob, okay. you just got permission to, to buy shields now. Uh huh. 
Wait, yeah, wait, I, wait, I got wait. a blank check on far. this one. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to be ordering uniforms from Pakistan. Yeah. We're, we got custom. Yeah, we're in. <laughs> All right. All right. Another question for you, Casey. Does uh does Bob ever talk about the show with you? Number one. And number two, does he ever like bounce ideas off you? Um, he does talk about the show with me. Um, especially what like say about those... me. But but she's no. asleep. She's asleep at the time. <laughs> yeah. So I was yeah. gonna say, or just those <laughs> nights when I can't fall asleep, he'll start talking about it, and then that helps, you know. <laughs> <laughs> No, he, um, he doesn't really, he does tell me about the show and I know he has a lot of fun recording this podcast. He really loves it. Um, he doesn't really bounce ideas off me because I'm not an idea person. Like he's an idea person. He's, he's got, got a vision. I'm more of the like detail oriented. I start thinking about all the little details. Um, but he usually has the, has the ideas. So and he does talk about it, and then I tune him out after a couple minutes. <laughs> sort of like me during the show. <laughs> exactly. exactly. That's why I'm so comfortable working with you, Rick. Megan, <laughs> how about you? Does Does Rick ever uh, come to you to talk about the show? And that uh, all of his best ideas come from you? He, the only time Rick ever asks me for any input is trying to come up with different ways to greet you bob <laughs> and i don't know why he asks because i have never given him an idea that he runs with not a one yeah <laughs> i guess it's maybe it's it's a it's a, it's a good way to exclude ideas uh, that that's true <laughs> yeah yeah so i'll be like um all right i got to come up with a a, a greeting for for z, with using the letter z and uh man i need uh i need to come up with like i don't know a quote from a movie or you know a song something like that. i've already done like eight other z's i'm running out do you have anything i'll, I'll get like well you know they have pandas at the zoo i did not <laughs> say that it was zebras oh okay all okay. right all right yes rick puts a lot of a lot of effort into yes he does uh, he puts a lot of effort into. Some might a, say too too much effort. <laughs> he puts a lot I mean, of not effort. Not me. In, I I don't no, say no. that. Oh no no. Some some might say that. Yeah, a lot of effort into the greetings. A lot of effort into the show. There's a lot of before and uh, after work. You know, recording is just one piece of it, and I know that uh, you got to yield him up for all of that. So I personally want to thank you on behalf of all the listeners for letting Rick make time for this show and for the sacrifice of time together that it takes for him to put this together. Well, I'm glad he does it. It, it means a lot to him. So I'm happy for him that he has this, this outlet for, for his passion. And, and Casey, I just want to say, and thanks for letting Bob um, show up. <laughs> <laughs> it's the least I could do, Rick. <laughs> no, Bob, well, Bob's actually... going to... I'm been a great I got partner. A He's to meet Megan tonight. Oh. Maybe one one time we can actually meet in person. Yes, I hope so. Well, we're looking forward to. The, I'm looking forward to this January, where um, I am flying down to Florida and doing uh, this uh, this art show. It's like a Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and I got a hotel. And uh, Bob and I are going to meet on Saturday, and so I it's going to be fun. Um, I think 
it's going to be very interesting for the pictures because, again, I think it's the before and after picture <laughs> with, the, with the height difference. But uh, uh, it'll be fun. I, I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah. So that we'll have to like maybe there'll be some opportunity in the future where all four of us can can certainly meet. Hey, we, we're we're up for a long weekend in Florida sometime if you, yeah. if you can put us up. Sure. Yeah. We always got room. All right. You, you, bring, you, we just buddy. recorded that, right? This is this is recording. <laughs> bring bring buddy. All right. Does he like cats? Uh, I guess we'll find out. I... <laughs> he likes to bark at the neighbor's cat. Okay. I, I'm not sure I'd put him in a room with a cat. <laughs> <laughs> Hasn't happened. Hasn't happened. I don't know if I'd do it. All right. Well, uh, this has been a lot of fun. So thank you, ladies, for for coming on. I know this uh, wasn't uh, your your number one choice to do this evening, but uh, we we made it work. And thank you so much for coming on. And uh, it's been great to get to know both, you know, a little bit more uh, in depth information about uh, the you know the heroes behind Rick and Bob. Thanks. It was awesome. Thanks for having us. It was fun. All right, Bob. So next episode, we are kicking off a two-parter. We are going to be getting into the Ghost Army, part one. uh, And that is a a graphic novel that came out uh, back in uh, January of this year, 2023. So we're going to be kicking that off uh, panel by panel. We're going to review that next episode, episode 163. Then we'll come back and do part two in 164. And then you already let the cat out of the bag, Bob. in one episode 165, we're going to have the creators on the show. We're going to have the writer, Alan Grants, and uh, the illustrator, Brent Schoonover, uh, join the show. So those are our next three episodes. So please make sure you come back. And also, please make sure that you rate, review, and uh, subscribe wherever you listen to this podcast. Um, we're always looking for more reviews on apple uh five-star review on there and we'll get you uh mentioned here on the show anything left bob before we we call it a call it an episode no i'm just looking forward to hearing your transient accent remember that's a combination of transylvanian romanian so start practicing now oh i don't know what to say All right. He's Bob Lucius. I'm Rick Verbonis, and you have been listening to another episode of the Captain America Comic Book Fans Podcast. 